Welcome to a more complete clean with Abmore. These masterclass podcast series are here to train and to provide you with quick tips for the cleaning industry. We welcome your suggestions. Please send your inquiries to marketingteam at abmore.com. Enjoy our podcast with Mike Watt, our director of training and new product development. Yeah, that's it. Hey, uh, welcome back, folks. Say thanks for taking a few minutes of your day and seeing what is new or what is news rather on our podcast uh, offerings. Um, Are we going backwards or forwards with this pandemic? Uh, I guess that depends largely where you live and what the public opinion is about vaccinations and the merits of masks. But, you know, this isn't a political show, so we'll leave that discussion alone, but accept my sincere wishes that all is well with you and yours. Um, I was never good at math. Who needs this stuff anyway? Heard that one before? Well, the cleaning industry does for sure, and certainly when it comes to dilutions. I received a call recently from a homeowner who was about to use one of our products. So I just used the product straight out of the bottle, right? He said, nope, that's a concentrated chemical that needs to be diluted. Right, well, I had some trouble understanding the bottle's directions. 1 colon 128 for light and 1 colon 32 for heavy. That's very confusing and it actually doesn't say in English what the dilutions need to be. Okay, so the colon means as in 2. T-O, 2. 1, 2, 128. Okay, well, how how was I supposed to know that it was to be water, because 1 to 128 of water, I said. Houston. <laughs> Math. <laughs> Go figure, right? So this is really where we lose a lot of people. I guess because it's abstract. So many don't get a visual on the exercise of diluting. When a manufacturer states mix the product at 1 to 128 or 1 colon 128 as this poor homeowner was indicating, the 1 is always the chemical and the 128 is always going to be water unless otherwise stated. What we are saying is one part chemical to 128 parts of water. Now there is one exception to that being solvents. Water and solvents don't mix, of course, so if you're using a solvent, and that likely won't be from our industry any longer, but if you're using a solvent, the one part solvent to whatever parts of another solvent is where you will need to go for that dilution. Essentially, the vessel that the solvent comes in will tell you what ratio to mix it at, and they will also tell you what to mix it with. Think mineral spirits as an example. If you are mixing a solvent, you are thinning out the solvent for a specific application. As an example of this, and before oil modified urethane coatings came about, we used to use a a mix of urethane with mineral spirits, and that was generally at 10%, which actually is 10 to one in this analysis uh, and what we're saying is 10 parts of solvent, which is the salt, the main solvent you're using. So the the um, the floor coating is an example to one part of the mineral spirit. You're really just trying to weaken it a little bit 
But if you went the other way in the dilution, you'd have all this mineral spirits and, and a little bit of floor coating and that would never work. So, you know, we would do this uh, so that the product, of course, was workable and it was pliable enough to coat a floor. And that was usually a wood floor to a successful result. Okay, so back to the 1 to 128. You may be asking why 128 and what's the significance behind 128? Think U.S. gallon. Yep. One U.S. gallon is equal to 128 ounces. So therein lies the dilution formula for any math exercise. Simple enough, right? Okay, let's use an example. Dilute 1 to 512, which is expressed as 1 colon 512. So 1 to 512. Okay, so that is one part of chemical to 512 parts of water. Okay, so if you were to take a shot glass and you would mix one part of chemical into a shot glass, then put that into a container, a separate container, and then take 512 shot glasses of water and put them into the same secondary container, you would actually do that in reverse order, however, because you always want to add chemical to water and not water to chemical. Anyhow, if you understood that, you would now understand how to dilute, uh, but that would take you forever. <clears throat> okay, so look at this map. How many times does 512 divide into 128? The answer is four times. It's actually a quarter. So, or more appropriately, a quarter ounce of chemical to one gallon of water. If you follow that, I just diluted it into a sense that we can kind of understand because the 512 really tends to throw people off. Now, you may agree that taking one measured gallon of water and adding a quarter ounce of chemical is much easier to dilute after understanding what the math means. For those who are of the metric persuasion, it would be helpful to understand that there are 30 mil to an ounce. So if we divide our 30 mil by four, as in a quarter of an ounce, we would then be at 7.5 mil. So all I did was take 30 mil, divided it by four, get 7.5. So rather than a quarter of an ounce per gallon, that would be 7.5 mil per gallon. Now, what if we converted that gallon into liters? Okay, again, it is helpful to know that there are 3.78 liters in a gallon. This is where things get interesting and when math becomes really important. Someone doesn't need a diluted, a gallon diluted, they need a liter. Good thing we already have the math above. How many times does one liter go into 3.78 liters? Well, it would be 3.78 times. The reverse of multiplication is always division. It's always been that way. I mean, that's, that's rudimentary math. So on the example I shared a bit earlier, we were trying to dilute one to 512, right? And we knew that 7.5 mil per gallon or now per 3.78 liter. If we simply divide 3.78 liter by itself, it would be at one liter. Now we would need to do the same to the 7.5 mil. If you remember, whatever you do to the bottom, you have to do to the top in division. That's exactly what we're talking about here. 
So the 7.5 mil divided by 3.78 equals 1.98 mil. Okay, so here's where we were at. To make one liter of product using a 105, 12, 1 to 512 dilution, we would need just shy of 2 mil of chemical to make our mixture. And 2 mil, my friends, is very small in measurement. If you need to make a dilution that is that lean, best to go to a drugstore and in the infant aisle where they sell pain medication, they will sell a syringe that will draw by one mil increments and usually goes up to like 10 mil. As baby's needs uh, for medication is very small compared to what we need as adults. Uh, so that is the, uh, the, you know, the medication um, ratio kind of as a general rule. That's where you'll find something that will dilute down that small. This math and example we just went through worked with all dilutions. You have to remember the factor of 128. Fortunately, and for the most part, our industry deals with divisible amounts when we talk about dilution. And those are divisible amounts of 128. You will see sometimes things like 1 to 16, 1 to 32, 1 to 64, etc. All are easily divided into 1 to 128. In a pinch, one part of anything for the chemical and equal parts of that same mixing container, let's call it a Tim Hortons coffee cup, will always help you out. And again, you don't have to make one to 32, meaning one part chemical to 32 part Tim Hortons coffee cup, if you don't need that much. How do we do that? Again, let's say we only need a liter. Okay, one to 32 is our dilution now which means one part to four parts. And that's if you divide 32 into 128, you'll get four. That's why that 128 is, is such an important factor. If the liter is 1000 mil, then one part of the chemical needs to be 200 mil, and the water needs to be 800 mil. 800 mil water plus 200 mil chemical equals 1,000 mil or one liter. Dilution, riddle, solved. The great thing about podcasts is that you can listen to them whenever you want. So, you know, if, if you want to really get good at dilutions, you can get a pencil and paper and follow the math expressed here today and play with a bunch of different dilutions. Once you get it, it will stick. But I admit, it might take some time. Remember folks, these are master class series podcasts. You are an industry vet who's looking to expand, sharpen, and hone in on your knowledge. I can tell you the one thing that is that most everyone in our industry has a challenge with is this. Dilutions, but in you know, today's world where we are trying to kill viruses that want to kill us, we need to get this right. The science submitted to labs for disinfection certification is based on measurements like these. So it is critical that we don't eyeball it or glug it, but get accurate 
and then follow the correct principles of both cleaning and disinfecting. Clean and healthy spaces, that is the new mantra and what will be the expectation uh, of those who, you know, who patronize businesses, educational facilities, and healthcare facilities alike. Indeed, it will be the public opinion marketplace like we've never seen it before once we're on the other side of this thing. The power in figuring this out lies within you. As always, my excellent colleagues and I are here to help. Okay, brain break. That's it for today, folks. On behalf of the leadership team and all of my great colleagues and the entire Abmore family, we want to thank you for you spending time with us here today. Uh, we wish you a great day. Please be safe out there. And hey, we'll talk with you again real soon. All the best. Stay tuned for our next Masterclass podcast series for a more complete clean with Abmore. Be sure to subscribe to our social media channels for the latest updates and training videos on YouTube.